2: Hello everybody, I would just like to apologize for this short episode of the Gossip Grays podcast. Me and Danny recorded the full episode and sent it to the edit and when we heard the audio back um there were some issues with my microphone that seemed to be the issue um so during the edit we had to cut a lot of the sections out and we've got you a good catch-up here though so um listen to the catch-up and we managed to salvage some of danny's audio which is the main bulk of the catch-up anyway so hope you enjoy it and we'll be back next week for a full 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 fully fledged um gossip days show enjoy my loves (coughs)
0: We've got, to, we've got to be honest with these guys. We phoned in sick last week. Well, I did. Yeah, well. Well, no, hungover. To
2: be fair, right, no. So last week was your birthday week and you was busy every single night of the week.
0: Babe, it was the most maddest thing.
2: So our plan was on Saturday, the show goes out the Monday, mm-hmm. the Saturday was the plan to do the show. Yep. Well, we decided to have a drink instead Friday night. <laughs> we, we
0: were like, we could have one drink and be up at 10am. Yeah. 10am <laughs> comes and we're like, oh shit, the birds are tweeting. <laughs> we're still up. We need to go to bed. <laughs> so we kind of were like, do you know what? It's a bank holiday, who's listening on a bank holiday? The next thing we know, Bank Holiday Monday comes. Yeah. We're inundated. Undated.
2: The messages come in. where's so the show? So I'm so sorry,
0: everybody, yeah. but. Listen, I feel like we might start having bank holiday Mondays off. Huh? <laughs> yeah. I wasn't I wasn't prepared for my birthday. Starting gigs again. Yeah. A bank holiday weekend. Mm-hmm. All to hit me at once.
2: I had a fab weekend
0: though all in all. It was amazing. I had a fab, fab weekend. I've not been that drunk in a long time. And I've not seen that many friends. Like it was just it felt like Almost like normal life again. If I, I think, because everyone had not seen anyone properly, it just it felt really good. But I can definitely tell I'm 29 because I'm nursing the hangover now. Yeah, same. I, I can't believe bad it. back today. Do you know what? I had a bad back all week. Joe said he had a bad back from the weekend. I mean, were we dancing? I were don't, we must out? have been doing summer, I don't know. I mean, we ain't not even slut dropping like I was back <laughs> in the day. But listen, I feel like I've done that now. I've brought that to a to an end and now I'm full steam ahead back into work the gigs are flying in
2: now I'm trying to think where you've done but it's been um,
0: my head Vauxhall through Mill Garden Vauxhall yep. Tavern mm-hmm. Two Brewers London Birmingham this weekend just gone
2: I don't think we've I don't think we've actually spoken to the listeners since we started working. Were you nervous? I was shitting myself because I've had my first kids as well in Via Manchester shout
0: out. So I was shitting myself. Were you nervous? Were you shaking? Shaking like a shitting dog. How weird. Shaking like a shitting dog. Yeah. But... I've never felt more prepared because I was doing my vocal lessons, I was going to the gym. Yeah. I was really I took two weeks in between my job job, which was that the COVID one one nine thing, just in case I haven't mentioned it <laughs> 1 million and 99 times. Um yeah. so I took two weeks, did nine, I got in the zone, and it really the preparation really made me feel like I was onto a winner. I smashed my gigs at the Tavern. I'm now monthly at the Boxall Tavern, which is big for me. Congratulations. No, No, that is a big... So you're there, what, every month? I'm there every month for the rest of the year.
2: Wow. And I think I'm coming to see you... End of this month? Yeah. I'm very excited for it. So it
0: should be cool. I'm very excited. It's a big... Anyone that knows, like, the cabaret scene or the gay cabaret scene, that's a really prestigious venue to get and, like, loads of amazing queens that I look up to. and have Lily Savage? To. Yeah, Lavoir, Myra Dubois, a lot of really... Charlie Hydes was resident there for years. Dave Medner experience, Jonathan. It, it, you it's know, got queer s- history covered in it, doesn't it? It is... It is a bukkake-filled face. <laughs> Diana has partied in there with Freddie Mercury. The yeah. history's in the walls. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it just it is a special venue to do. And I'm honestly, to say I'm so proud, it's just kick-started back into work. It was the little cherry on the top of the cake of starting back work because I went through that down, that dip, the same as I know you did, and just being able to start coming out the end... <laughs> Coming at the end feels feels fab. So yeah, absolutely. How are you feeling about managing going back to DJing and, and your day job? Are you are you tossing it up in your mind? What you thinking?
2: Oh my god, it's a nightmare because you you're working five days a week and then you've got the weekends coming up, so it's a bit of a it's a bit of a nightmare. But I'm going to go part time with the other one, right? And then just do DJing at the weekend.
0: Yeah, uh, that's... that's the plan. That's, that'll be good. Yeah. Because you, otherwise you're going to be working every hour, God sense. I know. And I, do you know what? I need me time. You need some me <laughs> time, girl. Yeah. Um. So I'll tell you what, something that did happen to me uh, on the way back from a gig, which um, I was actually shook. Mm. shook to and I even did this little weird little Instagram live after it and then felt really self-indulgent and brought it off. But basically, long story short... I was homophobically assaulted on the train, not not physically, only verbally, thanks to the amazing staff on the um, the trains from London to Manchester. I forgot what the company is Pendolino? No, it used to be Virgin Pendolino. I always used to say it, didn't I, in the show? Right, yeah. Virgin Pendolino. But I don't know what it is now. I don't know. Virgin's gone. It's now somewhere else. Who are they? I don't know.
2: It's still the same staff, anyway. Brilliant anyway. staff.
0: Brilliant fucking staff. Yeah. Long story short, this guy basically got on the train... Well, I got on the train, sorry, and I sat behind him. So, you know when somebody sat your seat in front, yeah. but then over one. Mm -hmm. So, we were both facing the same way. Anyway, it took me half an hour to realise he had a problem with me. Right. So, I'm in my own world on my phone, headphones in. You just do, don't you, when you travel alone. And I can see him, like, snarling me and looking between the seats, but then he starts huffing. Staff are asking him to put a mask on. He wouldn't put a mask on. He's huffing at me. And I thought, is he huffing at me? Yeah. So he, uh, he the, next, the next time he did it, I went, "Are you huffing at me?" And he went, "You stink, you stink." Of what? I was like, "What? You stink? You stink?" He was saying, "You stink," and I was like, "Of what?" <laughs> I, I, I was actually shook at first, and he was yeah. like, "You stink of women's perfume," and I was like, "Right, do you know what? I, I've got this Lush spray on today. Apart, I got a big hamper for my birthday of Lush spray, and it's that big from Lush, so it's not even—it's not even like women's perfume." Not that I do wear women's perfume, so I don't know why I'm trying to defend myself. But anyway, this basically this guy then started smash-punching the walls. Yeah, he started going crazy. So I was like, what is going on? He moved seats, and then he was ripping all the stuff off because he said, do not sit here because of COVID. He was sat dead close to the staff, so the staff were like, what's going on? And he was like, this sissy, this sissy on here is stinking up the whole carriage. And I was like... Ew. And then at that point, I'm raging. because I'm like, who are you calling a sissy? Yeah. I was like, I'm not stinking up the whole carriage. He's like, I can smell it on my top. He was saying... This is This was, is really weird. This Honestly, I was freaking out, but I was also really angry. So at this point, I'm kind of giving as good as I'm getting. Right, Because okay. I don't want to, like, back down. Yeah, you don't want to sit call there me a like a sissy.
2: dick while he's calling you a sissy.
0: Anyway, the guy's like, calm down. You're going to get yourself in trouble. He's like, this faggot. Then he starts calling me a faggot. I'm like, right, that's it. I was like, he's called me a sissy. He's called me a faggot. When went, you better phone the police. Yeah. They phoned the police. he was continually then, this is for like the last 40 minutes of the journey, charging up the train. I was really upset at one point and I was like, I even called out the rest of the carriage and was like, is not one person sitting here going to do anything? Because he was screaming like, faggots have (laughs) rights. So he was
2: laughing at the fact that gay people have rights. Apparently, yeah. Yeah, but called us faggots. Well, you faggot really. Yeah.
0: And And no one
2: said (sighs) anything on the train? No one said
0: anything. But then I was like, I weren't having it, so I was like, "Keep, keep calling me it, keep saying it, because you're gonna be in shit." Like, what? are people what?
2: recording him or anything?
0: No, they, right. the staff did. The staff right. came out with body cams. Cool. Um, and where am I? So, oh,
2: he was he was sh- saying faggots charging up and down,
0: charging up and down. So then I'm like, then I called him. I called him something. Like I read him. Like I'm like you, you something, something, something about his hairline, and I heard people laugh. And that really pissed me off then, because I'm like, well, you're listening to this man screaming faggots, like, all this other abuse at me. So I was like, oh, right. I was like, is no one going to say anything? Then no, you're all just going to sit there. (laughs) I felt like an idiot afterwards. But you know when you're just so emotionally, like, shook? And I... I I don't really know if I've managed to portray the whole picture, but basically, long story short, this guy was offended that I smelt like a woman and called me a sissy and a faggot and was getting angry at the fact, but instead of, like, saying anything, he was punching stuff and he was getting dead angry and ripping stuff and banging stuff and charging. That's weird. Yeah. Did you think he was going to punch her? No. Oh, right. Well... (sighs) At first, I shit myself and thought he was gonna uh, gonna attack me, yeah. but then I was like, you because he was like, I'm gonna kill you. So then he was counting down every train station, like, oh, nearly at Piccadilly. I'm gonna take you to the gardens. I'm gonna kill ya. He was like, what? yeah. And I was like, I was like, keep saying it, mate. You're on, you're being recorded. I was like, you're not gonna hit He's me. He's gonna get in a lot of trouble for to, this. I was trying to. Be really strong and be like, you're not going to hit me. Yeah. Because you would have done it by now. So just stop what you're doing. Sit down. You're making a show. Shut up. Yeah. I I was just trying to stay strong, but like not have someone. And then this guy even said to me, who next to me, this proper like, I can't describe what he looked like. Maybe like a piglet. (laughs) Was like really red-faced and was like, why are you responding to him? And I went, what? He went, why are you even responding to him? You're clearly aggravating him. And I went, and that's what you've took from this situation, is it? So he went, was
2: mad at you for defending yourself?
0: I went, yeah, I went, so what would you do in this situation? Not say anything. He was like, I would not, I would not entertain with this type of person. Like, really <laughs> posh. And I went, well, what I'm doing oh, is I'm standing up for myself. So maybe if you was a marginalised person
2: yeah.
0: and not a cis white man, sat there not being able to stay out of it all, you know, if you were marginalised, maybe you'd stick up and say something. So until you know what it feels like to be in this position, how about you shut the fuck up? Oh, yes. Yeah, I was so mad. I yeah. Was... If I, if, it went, went, if this was recorded, I'd be, I'd be a viral star by now. <laughs> <laughs> but in the moment, I didn't feel like it. I felt like I was helpless, but only for the train staff. Long story short, anyway, I keep saying long story short and then making the story about 10 hours long, but chop it up, with do what you will, but uh, the police came and got him off the train and I did think if the police don't come, like in the train while there was other people, the staff was stood there, he he knew he was being recorded and knew he wasn't going to hit me or hurt me, so that's why I was like, you're not going to, so just shut up, just leave me alone and you carry on your day. Do you know what I mean? This yeah. also, by the way, this man, I forgot to say, was like, are you aggravating him? He was like, did you spray it in here? It is strong. And because I'd said previous, I felt really embarrassed, by the way, because yeah. everyone was like, they're commenting on the fucking Lush perfume. Um... Then because I called the carriage out, when he said that to me, this mum come from the back, this hippie mum as well, and she was like, actually you are right, we should start standing up for each other. And she was really nice and and I think she felt a bit shit and then I felt a bit shit for making her feel shit because I think, well people don't get involved because obviously you don't want to put yourself in danger. That's why people don't get involved. I'd like to think I would get involved in that situation, and I feel like I have in the past, but you know when you feel like I haven't made a memory up just to suit me here? Right. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, I feel yeah. like I have in the past, but I understand, as I say, people not wanting to get involved and put themselves in danger, but I feel like in that circumstance, there's no reason why, why, you know, someone couldn't say, mate, sit down. You can't say things like that. Yeah, of course. Just, just sit down. Like... Oh, why did you just it? leave the
2: carriage if he if he was so bothered by by the smell? I
0: don't know. And also, but also I've worn that smell all, all weekend and everyone's been like, "Oh, you smell gorgeous, like it's not too offensive. But I like don't but think. like
2: if cuz he was mad cuz you was wearing a woman's perfume and it was stinking out the carriage, but if that was a woman wearing the exact same perfume, would he have been that angry? Would he have been that angry? I just don't get it. I don't think he, he have would moved have been. Away? I don't know. It's a very weird I situation. I also did
0: have a fair coat on. I know it's been hot weather, but I was, it was, do you know when like it was like crap rainy weather and then yeah. the next day was dead hot? Yeah. Well, this big black fur coat that I have doesn't fit in my cases and it, if, it, if I did fit it in the case, it would ruin it and right. I don't want to ruin it. It's quite an expensive coat. So I just wear it. Yeah. And the whole weekend that I wore that as a guy, so many people like stare and like just look at yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like, Looking back on my life, like, that when I started dressing myself, if you will, when I was a teenager, I wore loads of, like, girls' clothes. Yeah. (laughs) um, Like, red skinny jeans. Like, not like, I don't know, anyway, but... And I stopped. And I think, is it the reaction of other people that stops me doing...
2: Yeah. Dressing
0: the way I want? But then, I don't know, that was me having a little internal thought afterwards. Anyway, the police have done it. I've given them a statement, and they're dealing with it, and... It's being dealt with, so I probably shouldn't have said too much on it, but it is what it is. Facts are facts. It's all been recorded. So. Exactly. Oh, my God. you think he, Can people go to prison for this? Or will he just get, like, lots of warnings? I don't know. No, he won't go to prison. He didn't physically assault me. But he, he could could go on his criminal record, yeah, for a hate crime. Fab. Well, I hope it does. What, uh, one thing I do think as well is it should be easier to... um report hate crimes, because how many times have we been called faggot? and Do you know what I mean? Like, the amount of times I'm in drag and you hear it, or Batty Boy in Birmingham, or some, some, it some reason, it happens always in sh- Birmingham. always Birmingham. I Every always s- get it shouted at me in Birmingham. Every
2: time I go to Birmingham and I just go around the city centre, I've been, like, four times, and all four times, someone's gone, Faggot, Batty Boy. I,
0: it's, it's weird. Culturally just must be a bit different there, I don't yeah. know, but... That said, Birmingham's always one of my favourite places to perform, which says a lot about if, if you know, our experiences are we get quite a lot of homophobic abuse in Birmingham, so when you do go to a safe space, yeah. it makes sense that they're a little bit more magical if that's what their day-to-day life is like. True, yeah, absolutely. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I just think it should be easier, though, to, to report. Like, it, it was, but it took up so much time. Yeah. Like multiple phone calls, multiple interviews. Then I have to fill a hate crime form in. Then I have to fill this other form in. Then this has to happen. And when I was on the way back in the taxi, I was I was upset. And the taxi driver was Asian, and he was really lovely. And he said to me, especially since the 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 pandemic, he, he said he was he's actually Chinese. And because he's Chinese, people have been oh, vile to him basically. Yeah. Since the start of the pandemic, he said, "I most days am racially attacked, and the and the last time somebody physically attacked me, and I told the police, um, it took that long. I, I missed the rest of the night's work. So I, he can't, as a taxi driver, he said he physically can't afford to report every time he's he receives a hate crime because it takes that long for because it to takes do, that long." Yeah. So if he reported every day, yeah. there's two, three hours out of his day every day when he needs to be working and earning money. That is crazy behaviour. So it is something to be to think about because that same night it happened to me as well. You sent me a tweet from someone. Yeah. Saying, oh my God, I've just been called the P word on a train. Yeah. The train manager said to me, oh, it's every week at the minute this. One person's kicking off at another person, racially abusing people.
2: Homophobia. Homophobia. He Transphobia. said
0: it's, 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 it's. At the minute, everyone's like, at, at each, each other's, other's necks. From his experience, what the train manager said to me. Yeah? That's
2: crazy. People, if you're on trains and you <laughs> see this behaviour, I said, well, don't get yourself in this danger. Is it. But, don't put yourself in danger. But, but if, also, don't watch somebody else
0: sit there and take it. Do you I know was, what I mean? To be fair, in the moment, I was quite gobby, as you can imagine. But as soon as he was taken off the train in cuffs, It just hit me. Yeah, of course. I was just a mess then. And then I was embarrassed for crying because I didn't want to cry and be upset. But then it does remind you, like we always say, we live in a gay bubble. So when something happens...
2: Yeah, it's scary because I think... Because all our friends are gay, we just go around gay places. We we only really go to gay venues, don't we? Mm -hmm. So it is like... We are in this gay world, so when something takes you out of that, it shakes you up, I think. does a bit, yeah. yeah. And it just makes you realise that you are actually a minority, yeah, which I feels weird. Yeah, because everybody I know is gay, so I'm like, everybody's gay, Yeah, but
0: they're not. But they're not. We yeah. are actually still a minority. Yeah. But listen, girls, you've got to report it, so don't let what I've said put you off reporting it. I want people to report it when it happens yeah. so that the statistics show true, because I read something literally today where... Uh, um, hate crimes are being reported like they're on the up by the, like a mad percentage. I, I should have written it down, so forgive me, everyone, for not writing the exact percentage down. But I didn't expect to chat on this subject so long tonight. But I think we should be reporting it, and I think we should be putting pressure on authorities to make it as easy as for the victim for the victims as, as possible. I agree. So watch this space because the cunt's going to court. <laughs> <laughs> Fab. Finally, 12 points to the United Kingdom. 12 points go to the United Kingdom. Apologies for interrupting your podcast, but we wanted to tell you about our show that we think you might enjoy. We're Robin James, the hosts of The Eurotrip, the world's favourite Eurovision podcast. Join us every week as we build up to this year's contest in Malmö in Sweden. We'll be chatting to the artists, the fans and the people behind the world's biggest TV spectacular <laughs> – Here's a taste of what you can expect. If the BBC rang you, Petra, to come and host a show, would you do it? In a heartbeat. I mean, our ambition is to win and for it to be another watershed moment for Eurovision for the UK. Queen Laureen, Eurovision winner. Did you ever think you would be back here again?
1: I get goosebumps. No way!
0: Just search The Eurotrip wherever you listen to podcasts.